Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Father, we thank you tonight for this glorious privilege to be in your house. We thank you for your presence, the sweetness of the anointing that's in this house. And Lord, we know that when you are present, then all that you have is available and all that you do is available to be done. So Lord, whatever the need might be of any individual, I believe that as they reach out with their faith and they lay hold of that which you have provided through the redemptive work of Jesus at the cross, through the shed blood of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that we receive tonight. And so we declare over every person here tonight that they are saved, they are healed, they are delivered, and they are free in the name of Jesus. There is no demonic hold, no oppressive force, no spirit of infirmity, no spirit of fear or oppression that can lord over us in any capacity, spirit, soul, or body. We believe that we are the blessed of the Lord, the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We believe that the benefits of the covenant belong to us, and as covenant people, we walk this earth unlike other men and women. Because we are in right relationship with you, you have made us the righteousness of God in Christ. The blood of Jesus has caused our sins to be remitted, and every debt that we owe has been paid. And so in the name of Jesus, we are acquitted and free to stand before the throne room of heaven and to come into the throne room with boldness, great plainness of speech, and to make our requests known and to find help and grace in our times of need. And so, Father, we thank you that we will not be the same because we've been in your house tonight and most of all because we've been in your presence. Lord, speak to us, answer questions, meet needs, we pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ha-ha. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost a few moments. Just pray in other tongues. Let those rivers flow. Pray with your understanding if you choose. Pray in the Spirit as well. We're communicating with God. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. He speaks divine secrets. But you, beloved, building up yourselves, praying on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Let those rivers of living water flow out of your innermost being tonight. No, we're not talking to men. We're not talking to you. We're talking to the Father. We're talking to God. He needs no interpreter. He understands clearly. He's giving us that utterance to pray the perfect will of God and the return of the hymn, a great anthem of, of beautiful voices lifted up to him in worship and praise, petition and prayer. Press into the presence of the Lord. Press into his presence. Lay, lay aside the garment of the flesh, the, the fears and the anxieties, the worries, the cares of the day and the week and just come into his presence open and let him speak to you. Hallelujah. 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 Halleluj
For us, we are mindful of weeks and days and months and years. And so, Father God, we just want to say thank you for this glorious 2022. Thank you, Lord, for all the things you have done for us, the impartations you've made to us. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done in this place and among your people. We thank you, Lord, for a church that is completely debt-free, for every bill paid off in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the healings. We thank you, Lord, for the interventions, the supernatural intervention and favor, the things you've turned around, the prayers that you've answered. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the healings in our bodies. And Lord, we look ahead to 2023. We believe, Lord, that it'll be the best year we've ever lived. We believe, Lord, it's a year of breakthroughs and blessings. A year of breakthroughs and blessings in the name of Jesus. We declare it. We decree it. We believe it. We expect it. We're planning for it. A year of breakthroughs and blessings. Breakthroughs financially. Breakthroughs physically. Breakthroughs emotionally. Breakthroughs relationally. Oh, breakthroughs spiritually. 
Notable signs and wonders, notable miracles. Just worship the Lord with us. Just take these few moments, this precious time in His presence. Give Him glory and praise. Press into the presence of the Lord. Lift your voices to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for those mountains moving in the name of Jesus. We thank you for mountains moved and cast into the sea. They will not be seen again, and it will be as if they never even existed. We thank you, Lord, for total turnaround. The for supernatural breakthrough, just as really as the Israelis crossed the Red Sea, never had to go back to Egypt again, and 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 it was it was their pathway was even closed up. It was as if that was never an obstacle. Their enemies were swallowed and destroyed. Thank you, Lord, for doing those kinds of marvelous, miraculous, supernatural things in the lives of this congregation. Things that look big now, says the Lord. Things that look impossible. And with man they are. And in the power of the flesh, they are impossible. But not with me, says the Lord. For as you come before me and as you stand in my presence, as you seek my face and seek my will, you will find that this time again in another year, there will be things removed and completely gone. They will be a memory, but that's all they'll be. They'll be gone, says the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, let's praise in the night. If there's anything in your life that needs to be removed and cast into the sea, if there's anything in your life that needs to be done away with, if you need a breakthrough, then just thank God for it right now as if it is already manifested. How would you praise the Lord? If it was already done. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We laugh at impossibilities and we laugh at destruction and famine. Hallelujah. The Lord has put a song in our heart and a song in our mouth. So we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. <coughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, you are, Lord. 
Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, my soul. There is no God like you, Lord. There's no God like you. He is exclusive. Is God all by Himself? There is nobody like Him. Hallelujah! Nobody can do what He can do. Nobody, Lord, like You. We worship You. destroying and burden removing power it's not from man it's not by man it's not of man it's of the Lord it can flow through people it will flow to you and it can flow through you but it's from the Lord it's a holy thing and just a moment under the anointing can do more for you than literally than years can do through the efforts of men. One moment under the anointing of God can do more than any surgical procedure or any prescription could do. Just as we yield to Him and let Him move. Oh, I thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Now I want you, if you can, to just, just to touch the person beside you there. Just lay your hand on their shoulder or grab them by the hand. And I want you to just begin to pray for just a moment or two here for each other, one for another. Lord, whatever the need may be, we just believe, Lord, that you're blessing your people tonight. We just thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your power. We thank you, Lord, for the glory of God. We thank you for your healing virtue and strength and mercy and power. In the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, that you are at work. <laughs> he is at work, brother. He's at work. 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 He's perfecting that which concerns you. He's not forgotten about it. Thank God. He's there. He's on the job. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes.
pray the Ephesians 1 prayer. We studied it last week. And I know that there are going to be some people that come to your mind right now that you want to pray this for. So we're going to take a moment and we're going to just, before we begin, and I want you to just call those people's name. You don't have to tell us necessarily. You don't have to say it real, real loud, but just call their name. And then I'm going to lead and I want you to agree with me and I want you to make it this your prayer. So right now you think of those people. Jesus. Father, we pray for these whose names we've uttered. Those people in our mind at this moment, Lord, we pray for them. Loved ones, perhaps friends, family members, whoever they may be. There are things they don't see, and there are things they don't know, and so therefore there are things they're not believing for. There are things they're not receiving, but they need them. So Lord, we're praying that you would grant unto them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Revelation is something that you make us able to see. It's revealed. It can't be seen naturally. It can't be seen any other way. Only you can make it visible. So we pray for that spirit of wisdom and revelation. Some need wisdom about decisions. Some are life-changing decisions, life-altering decisions major decisions and some are not so major but they're important grant unto them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you may the eyes of their understanding be enlightened may the light come on for them to see what they've not seen before or to see something in a way they've not seen it before the eyes of their understanding being enlightened that they will know three things Lord three things you share in the word that we all need to know. First of all, the hope of your calling on our lives. What we're called to do, what they're called to do, what their real purpose is. Some of them are not walking in that direction. They don't know about it. 
they're seeking their own way. And for some, they're just fumbling around. But we pray, Lord, that you would reveal to them the hope of your calling upon their life, your purpose for why they're on the earth. That they would understand it's more than just making money and it's more than just forming relationships with people that they want to be around. It's more than just being significant in society, but it's about serving the living God. It's about accomplishing the purposes of God in the earth. It's about being able to finish this life and, and hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. So make those plans and purposes real to them, Lord. Reveal it to them. And then, Lord, secondly, in that prayer, we're instructed to pray about the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. Lord, the first one is about what we can do. This one is about what we can have and what they can have. Lord, you, you've got miracles with their names on them. You've got the storehouse of blessing with blessing, just like, like presents under the tree in this season for us here with somebody's name on it. It's theirs. So it is, Lord. There are things with their names on them. There's inheritance that belongs to them. Jesus has bought and paid for it. He died, gave his life, and rose from the dead and is now our lawyer, the executor of the estate to see to it that it shall come to pass. So in Jesus' name, open their eyes to see that healing belongs to them. Prosperity belongs to them. Peace belongs to them. A good family belongs to them. A good marriage belongs to them. A good spouse belongs to them. Peace of mind belongs to them. And much more besides. And then, Lord, thirdly, you said that we should pray that Paul prayed for the Ephesians. We pray now for these. That, Lord, they would see and understand the exceeding greatness of your power. Lord, if you just said exceeding, that would have been plenty. If you'd have just said greatness, that'd been plenty. But you said exceeding greatness. <laughs> that means there is nothing more powerful. That means there's nothing that can stand against this power. That means there is no problem. There is no need. There's no situation. And certainly there's no spiritual force that is greater than the power that was manifested and demonstrated in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we believe you open their eyes to see that resurrection power is available. Take your hats off them. Take your blinders off them. Take the excuses away. Take away the, the procrastination. Cause them to see that the power is available now. They can live a Christian life. They can live without being on bondage in any kind, any drug or any other kind of thing. They can live with victory. 
The power that raised Jesus from the dead is greater than any power of the enemy, greater than any bondage of hell. In the name of Jesus, we believe you, Lord, to open their eyes, reveal this power to them, and may they experience the power. Experience the power. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Spirit over them. We need to see some changes. We're tired of waiting. God's not making us wait. The devil cannot withstand the power of God. We just pray this thing through. We just pray this thing through. We call them in. We call them saved. We call them filled. We call them healed. We call them blessed. We call them in power. We call them children of God, serving God in the will of God with the joy of the Lord. We're not complaining to God, but we're saying as a fact we're tired of waiting, and we know God's not holding up the thing. So in Jesus' name, <laughs> Satan, take your hands off them. No! Release them! No! In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. worship him this is kind of an this is just kind of a lesson in prayer tonight we're praying but we're learning hallelujah we pray with our understanding we pray with the spirit we make petitions we make requests but within praise the lord we make demands of the devil we bind we loose but then we give glory to god so let's give him some glory lift your voices to the lord lift your voices to to stay in a place of prayer until you're finished whatever you need to do there. 
until you touch the power of God, until you pray the power of God down. James chapter 5 says, The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The Amplified says, The heartfelt, earnest, the earnest heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. You know, it's power that changes things. It's power that changes people. It's power that causes things to turn around. But the word says that it's through effectual and fervent, it's continued heartfelt, earnest prayer that makes that power available. Sometimes we just don't pray long enough. Sometimes we just don't stay enough. Sometimes we don't stay until we hear. We don't stay until we know. But that information is there. It's waiting for us. It's not a microwave thing. It's not a drive-through window thing. It's a waiting upon God thing. And it's a powerful thing. And it's something that has to do with the anointing. And it's something that has to do with the power of God. It's something that has to do with submission and relying on God and being willing to look foolish or sound foolish or act foolish, at least in our own mind. But we're yielding to the Lord. It's not foolishness, but the mind wants to tell you that it is. Just throw caution to the wind and pray. Throw caution to the wind and make your declaration. Throw caution to the wind and pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, ha, 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 Thank you for your anointing. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You can be seated for just a moment. Hallelujah. Y'all can stay if you want to. Go if you want to. Don't, don't leave. We're not going to dismiss or any classes we, we, we've prayed most of our time away and I wanted tonight I mean I say I wanted I planned to I prepared to uh, preach on the Ephesians 3 prayer to teach about it and so obviously I'm not going to be doing that so you can breathe a sigh of relief um but I am led of the Lord to share this testimony because a couple of reasons I want to give. Number one, I want to give glory to God. And number two, people have legitimate questions. I have been there. And you wonder, is this necessary? And sometimes we kind of jokingly say, well, it's not necessary unless it's necessary. 
And of course, that's not really much of an answer. It's, it's just a, it's a humorous, humorous response. But yet, it really has a lot of truth to it because there are times when there's nothing else that will take the place of fervent, effectual praying. One of the reasons that we are so blessed as a church is because of this kind of prayer. That's one of the reasons this church is so blessed. That's one of the reasons that we're able to sow tens of thousands of dollars into the gospel from just this little, low, little church, this little, I mean, relatively speaking, small congregation in the great metroplex of Concord, Spout Spring, Appomattox Metroplex here. It's just amazing. In 32 years, I could count on my fingers the number of active, involved, I mean, people like you, Wednesday night, involved. I could count on my fingers the number of people that we've even buried in 32 years. That's not a coincidence. The power of God will keep you alive. The power of God, oh, ha, ha, somebody, you, you, you need to pick that up. The power of God will keep you alive. It's better than any prescription, and I'm not saying you don't take one if you need one. I'm just saying it's the best. It's free and no side effects. But a testimony that I have shared a number of times has to do with how we got here in this place and in this building. And actually, it is the two, it has to do with uh, the two verses that follow Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3. So next week, Lord willing, we will uh, we'll get to the Ephesians 3 prayer because there's some good meat of the word that we want to consume, we want to teach about. But at the end, Paul gives this glorious statement. In verses 20 and 21, he says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us unto him, be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. The Amplified Bible says it this way. Now to him who by, in consequence of, the action of his power that is at work within us. You see, that's what we were doing a while ago. We were stirring up. The power that's in us. Tonight was an object lesson night. You need to do what we did here tonight at home. Crank up. If you, if you like to use music, crank it up and crank it up loud. Until you can lose yourself. And in a sense, lose the self-consciousness that would hold you back. And throw caution to the wind. I've used that phrase tonight, I don't know how many times. But throw caution to the wind and begin to seek God's face. 
cry out. God hears you when you whisper. But there are times when nothing but a shout will do. If you don't believe me, when you get to heaven, ask the people who surrounded Jericho on day seven. They needed to shout. And when they did, the walls came down. There are just some things that just don't seem to move until you get animated. And it's not that you're physically moving them, but your physical animation is a demonstration of what's going on on the inside. You don't cast mountains into the sea and you don't overcome the walls of the heathen and, and, and go in and take the spoils that belong to you with a passive attitude. You don't have to be nice to the devil. I know sometimes it's difficult to be nice to his kids, but you need to be that. But you don't have to be nice to the devil. You need to be forceful. Now to him who by, in consequence of, the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do, and now I'm not making this up. This is in the Amplified Bible, the Amplified Classic. And do super abundantly. Super abundantly. I never heard that word used until becoming acquainted with this scripture, this, 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 uh, the, the Amplified Bible. Super abundantly, far over and above. Listen to that. Super abundantly. So that's plenty. That's more than enough. Far over and above all. Everybody say all. That's not some. That's not part. That's not a little bit. <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever been there, but I've been to a place some, at, at, in my life where I, I would think in terms of percentages or I would think in terms of numbers. And I would be, I have been in such places at times where I would just think if I could just have a portion of the return that God promised on the seed I've sown, I'd be okay. And when I come to a passage like this, I realize God don't even want us to think like that. He don't want you just to have a little bit of what he makes available. He wants you to have all. All. Super abundantly, far above all that we dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams and when we receive in this dimension when we move into this realm in our believing in our faith in our prayer life that's when we bring the greatest glory to God God is not glorified when you do without what he promised God's not glorified when you're suffering without what he's made available God is glorified when you receive to the point of superabundance, which means you can freely give and bless. This is not just about money, but it's about joy. It's about peace. I mean, people ought to be glad when you're in the room. Have you ever seen people that could brighten a room by leaving it? You don't want to be that person. When you come, people should be glad. When you show up at the party, they should, oh, this is going to be a good party. 
Amen. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So be it. Now, I'm going to say something, and you just take it, and you can do what you wish with it, but you need to get used to what you've experienced here tonight because that's eternity is going to have a whole lot of that in it. We're never going to quit praising him. There are certain anthems of praise that will be sung throughout eternity. If you get tired of hearing us sing a chorus a few times over and over, you better make some adjustments because there's some things they always sing in heaven. It's always in order. My testimony is this. Years ago, before, we, before this building was here, before I mean, all we did was we stepped out, we bought this property and, and uh, made preparations to sell the little building we had. It wasn't worth a tremendous amount in the grand scheme of things, but it had value and we wanted to sell it and we wanted to make this move. Um, so we went, we, we did. We, we bought the property. We didn't have enough money to pay for it all, so we, we made a down payment. We basically spent all that we could and all that we had to be able to do that and uh, then making payments on the rest. Sold our building, and, and the, the good folks who bought the building, they didn't have the ability to pay the total price. And so we sold it to them like the land had been sold to us on, on our, you know, we carried the note, our own contract. And so everybody was waiting on somebody else. But we were waiting on God. We had sown prior to that. And for us, it was, it was um, significant seed. We had sown several thousands of dollars into other ministries, particularly those that were building. And we, we found some of the best ground we could find, and we sowed into those. And we, the, the whole church knew it. We all understood it. It was public knowledge. As a matter of fact, somebody told me later that somebody had stood up an, somebody else in another church. I don't know who, and I don't know where, and I don't want to know who or where. It's best I don't know. But the minister got up and said, I'll not ever do with your money what that preacher, talking about me, over there did. I'll not be sending your money away. Bless his heart, he didn't understand. We were sowing. We weren't throwing our money away. And so, you know, when you're in those situations, the devil will try his best to talk you out of what you're believing. Have you ever been there? Maybe somebody's there tonight. And you've, you've made some bold statements and you've, you've put out some big petitions and Maybe you've sown some very, very significant seeds. And the devil's now telling you, what a fool you've been. It's not going to work for you. And remind you of maybe two or three or four or half a dozen things you did or didn't do and how that's not going to work out for you. Well, he certainly was doing that with me one day. I don't know about all the half a dozen things, but all, you know, this the pressure because honestly, I was walking around that little storefront sanctuary, little small cramped up space, and my mind, I could not wrap my mind around how we're going to get this done. Which for me is an uncomfortable place 
But for God, he just loves it. Because it meant that I had to trust him. We, as a congregation, we had to trust him. Some of you were there in those days. And so I was walking around and I was reading. I was reading my Bible and praying. And so I come around and I was reading. And I was reading from the King James Version, what I've got here in front of me tonight. Verses, uh, got down to verse 20. And it said, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And all of a sudden, what we studied last week in Ephesians chapter 1, that prayer kicked in, that spirit of wisdom and revelation came to me, and I saw in an instant what was going on and what needed to happen. In an instant, I saw that, that this, what we need is above you know, what I can do. It was above what anybody in the congregation was going to be able to just make happen. There were no, you know, big daddies somewhere that was just going to step in and write a check and everything work out. That wasn't happening. And so I understood from that verse that his job, God's job, was to do exceeding abundantly above what I could ask or think. I can't do that, but he can. But I also saw the latter part of the verse is my job to keep the power working in me. He provides it, but I've got to stir up the, the, the gifts of God. I've got to stir up those things inside. I've got to keep that power working. And primarily, I understood in those days that would have to do with praying in other tongues. That would have to do with edifying myself, building myself up on my whole, most holy faith. That I would need to, to keep stirring the things of the Spirit. And of course, we're sitting here tonight, and we don't owe a dime on anything. There's 53 acres of property here, and uh, it's amazing. You know, I don't know if they came in and tallied up every little single thing, all the equipment and the supplies. But there's a, there's a lot of assets here compared to those days when we didn't even know how it was all going to happen. And so I'm telling you, tonight is a great lesson. Go home and put this to work over your children, your grandchildren, your own finances, your job, your business, your relationships. Get in your garage, go to your basement, go into the bedroom, go into the bathroom, turn the fan on, turn on your little Bluetooth speaker, whatever, blast it out, and just tell the devil where he's got to go and what's going on, and rejoice in the presence of God over his goodness. And when you pray all you know to pray with your understanding, when you've said all you know to say, then begin to pray in other tongues, and don't stop doing that until you get a release that you are finished at least for that season because every time you begin to have those seasons you are getting closer and closer and closer to the victory that God has planned for you hallelujah tonight we moved moved a little closer and let's stand up for just a moment before we go and let's just worship him again hallelujah if you all can just raise an anthem of music and raise an anthem with your voices hallelujah Hallelujah, Lord, we love you, we bless you. Oh, 
testimonies in the coming weeks and months that we're going to hear of your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for loving us and caring for us. Lord, there are some who 